retrograde, the basic bitch pumpkin spice latte of astrology. Welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Gangsta Certified Podcast. Now, as I'm recording this, it is Tuesday, September 6th, and Mercury has been in its shadow period for a little hot minute. Now, since we're entering the third Mercury retrograde of 2022, and people freak out all the time about Mercury retrograde, I thought it was important to kind of go over exactly what it is. Now, I'm not going to sit here and criticize people who only know about Mercury retrograde, but there are other planets that go retrograde, okay? And a lot of them the outer planets especially, are retrograde for much longer than Mercury. I know and I've even called Mercury retrograde the basic bitch pumpkin spice latte of astrology because no matter where I look online and I see someone even who isn't that well versed on astrology talking about anything astrological as far as transits go, they're typically talking about Mercury retrograde. Like, people who don't even know anything else about astrology, I hear them talk about Mercury retrograde. But um, you guys can actually look at... I posted an article um, back in August, August 21st, called How to Survive Mercury Retrograde 2022. Now, granted, when I posted this article, we had already had two Mercury retrograde cycles. Um, for 2022 and this year um, just like last year every time Mercury went retrograde it did so in air signs so we're talking Gemini Libra Aquarius but I wanted to go over real quick with you guys some important information for you to have about Mercury retrograding Um, I guess you can kind of say that since I refer to it as the basic bitch pumpkin spice latte of astrology that you would think that more people understood what actually is occurring but that's not really the case hence me talking about it now so mercury retrograde has become one of the most popular transit in astrology but i'm not sure a lot of people actually know what it is now my article is titled how to survive mercury retrograde Disclaimer, disclaimer, first and foremost, you're not going to die. Nothing insane should be expected. However, there are things that happen during a Mercury retrograde cycle um, that you could say are par for the course. So three to four times a year from our vantage point on Earth, the planet Mercury appears to move backward. That's what retrograde means, right? This occurs because Mercury is very close to the sun, and unlike Earth, which takes roughly 365 days to orbit the sun, Mercury takes only 88 days. While all of the planets in our solar system move in the same direction around the sun, 
Mercury's short orbit causes an apparent lap with the Earth's orbit and results in it appearing to reverse directions or to be in retrograde motion. So I'm saying that Mercury does not actually move backwards, but because of its lap with the Earth's orbit, it appears from our vantage point on Earth to be moving backwards. Furthermore, British space scientist Dr. Maggie Adderin-Pocock, author of Dr. Maggie's Grand Tour of the Solar System, explains, Mercury travels around the sun over four times for every one year of our orbits. Okay? So when Earth and Mercury are on the same side of the sun in their orbits, Mercury appears to be moved through the sky from west to east. As Mercury overtakes Earth in its inner orbit, it looks as if Mercury has changed direction and is in retrograde. Make sense so far? I hope everybody got that. Dr. Maggie goes on to explain, imagine we're sitting on a stationary train. The train on the next platform slowly starts to move forward, but then our train takes off quickly and overtakes it. If we don't know that our train is moving, what we see is that the train next to us moving slowly forward, then levels up with us and then apparently moves backwards. We see this even though neither train is actually moving backwards. It's all about relative positions. Relative positions, y'all. So it appears to move backwards. That is how we describe Mercury appearing to move backwards from our vantage point on Earth. Now, astrologically speaking, when a planet is retrograde, it is not operating in its direct expression. And the planet appears to be holding back its energy. So planets moving forward, they're operating in their full expression, but when they're retrograde, they kind of hold back the energy. So over time, astrologers have observed that when a planet goes retrograde, that it seems not to express itself as easily or as directly. Many explain this as saying the energy of a retrograde planet is pushed inward rather than expressed as it is accustomed to expressing itself. So the energy, it's almost like it's filling up its own cup, right? It's pushed inward. Mercury going retrograde is indicative of a slowdown in the realms of communication and connectivity because communication and connectivity are what Mercury rule, okay? Mercury is the messenger, the trickster, the way thoughts, ideas, and information are exchanged, when I personally think of Mercury, I automatically think of Gemini and Virgo because those are the two signs that it rules. Gemini for its wit and chattiness and Virgo for its discriminating logic. Information is vital to both, but processed differently. Their differences, however, can be reconciled when we consider Mercury's role in connecting people, okay? Mercury is associated with travel, information, Writing, memory, speech, the nervous system, connection, respiration, perception, the rational mind, reason, jokes, gossip, and coordination. Mercury connects us to one another in thought, word, and deed. Sometimes Mercury requires us to be open to collecting information and a variety of ideas, which we would associate with Gemini energy. And sometimes Mercury prefers we take the information we have 
sift through it, and reduce it down to what is most necessary, which is indicative of Virgo energy. While retrograde, all things mercurial seem not as normal as usual. So all of the areas that I listed are impacted. So because of this, we have mishaps connected to devices that we use to receive and share information. These are marked when Mercury is retrograde, okay? They're, they're noticed. Mercury not only connects thoughts to people, but also connects people to people, hence its association with travel. Planes, trains, and buses being delayed when Mercury is retrograde is something we're commonly warned about. I, I hear this all the time. Even before I was really studying astrology deeply and understanding it, I would always hear people talk about that, okay? As Mercury-themed areas of our life slow or shut down, it's a good idea for us to use the energy wisely by going back over things, double-checking messages, backing up electronic devices like cell phones and computers. This is when the universe is actually blessing us, everybody, okay? It's blessing us with the gift of introspection and review. We are reminded that we must take pause and reflect. Mercury retrograde is a good time to do the re's, rechecking, rethinking. This is not a time to dread. If you think about it, everything needs a period of retrospection or review. It's an actual gift from the universe, okay? But what I want people to understand is the entire cycle that Mercury retrograde actually is. Many people just aren't aware that Mercury retrograde itself is a cycle. The retrograde motion of Mercury is only one portion of the cycle. So it's important to understand how the entire Mercury retrograde cycle operates in order to be adequately prepared for it. So basically, I'm going to give a quick rundown of what actually occurs during the entire Mercury retrograde cycle. So first, I call it the pre-shadow phase, though you may see it referred to by other astrologers and people online as the shadow phase, okay? So when Mercury is in its direct or normal motion, it is moving forward through the degrees of the sign it is in until it enters a new sign. Before Mercury is actually retrograde, it will move forward over the degrees it will retrograde over. This can be confusing to people. So... The period of time when Mercury is moving forward over the degrees that it will soon retrograde over is what I'm referring to as Mercury's pre-shadow phase. So basically during this time, we get a preview of the issues that will likely arise when Mercury actually is in the retrograde motion portion of its cycle. So pay attention to what pops up during this time because it will definitely be revisited over the entire Mercury retrograde cycle. So the second phase of the Mercury retrograde cycle is the actual Mercury retrograde motion phase, okay? When Mercury begins the retrograde motion portion of its retrograde cycle, from our vantage point on Earth, it appears to move backwards over the degrees it moved forward over during the pre-shadow phase. During this three-week period, Whatever came up over the preceding weeks of the pre-shadow phase will be accentuated and highlighted. This is the period of Mercury's retrograde cycle where it's important to understand the theme is revisiting, re-examining, and reflecting. Do your re's, okay? 
And then lastly, we have Mercury's shadow phase of its retrograde cycle. When Mercury stations direct, ending its retrograde phase, it starts moving forward again. Since Mercury appeared to move backwards while it was retrograde, it now has to travel forward over the degrees that it looked like it was moving backwards over. It is recovering areas it already visited. Astrologically, this means that Mercury's clearing up residual debris, or we say Debris in my house because it's funny. I know it's debris, but it's funny to say Debris to me. So, you know, we're recovering that area. It's clearing that Debris or debris that it kicked up while it was in retrograde motion. What this can feel like is a final cleanup or walkthrough when it comes to whatever issues came up during the pre-shadow and retrograde phases. By this point of Mercury's retrograde cycle, if we've made sure to appropriately reflect, we'll gain insight into patterns in our thinking, communication, and abilities to connect with others because that's what Mercury is about. So in essence, what I'm saying is you could look at Mercury's retrograde cycle as a vacuum cleaning a carpet. So Mercury's pre-shadow phase is when you push the vacuum forward over a section of the carpet, right? It's retrograde phase would be when you pull the vacuum back over that same section of the carpet. And then it's shadow phase would be pushing the vacuum cleaner forward once again and continuing past the initial area that was vacuumed. I hope that makes sense. I actually had a video a couple of years ago. It was in 2019 that I put up on YouTube. I'll put the link to it, um, you know, in the episode description when Mercury was retrograde in Scorpio to give better visual representation of exactly what I'm talking about. So, you know, that's that's basically how I would describe it. So, um, again, by this point, we're at the last Mercury retrograde, um, full retrograde for 2022. In 2021, Mercury's retrograde cycle happened exclusively in all of the air signs. So again, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And in 2022, there was a similar trend as Mercury once again went retrograde primarily in the air signs. However, unlike its 2021 retrograde cycle, at the very end of 2022, Mercury will start retrograding in earth signs. It's going to begin with the sign of Capricorn. And it'll be there, you know, from December to mid-January of 2023. And then next year, we'll see Mercury retrograding in all the Earth signs, as well as the following year. So, um, the first retrograde that we dealt with uh, this year was Mercury retrograding in Aquarius. And looking back on that time frame, because it's passed already, Mercury's retrograde from the fixed air sign of Aquarius back into the cardinal Earth sign of Capricorn... What that signified was a time period where where we thought we knew was challenged and we were forced to rethink it all by taking accountability because that's a big Capricorn theme. So we also had to have integrity and decide what was most practical and useful. By the end of that Mercury retrograde cycle, if you used all that energy appropriately, you probably opened yourself up to challenging ways of thinking that you held fast to and took the necessary steps to be responsible for how you use that knowledge and for how you go forward in planning and executing with that knowledge. That actually occurred, um, so the actual retrograde period was from January 14th 
to February 3rd of 2022. Um, the entire cycle went from December 29th, um, 2021 through February 24th of 2022. And that was the first retrograde cycle um, that we had with Mercury this year. Then we had Mercury retrograde in Gemini. So Mercury is retrograde in the mutable air sign that it rules, Gemini, back into the fixed earth sign of Taurus, indicated a time frame where any unwillingness to be open to new ideas would reveal our stubbornness. Okay, so fixed ways of thinking were highlighted by those ideas being challenged with a barrage of other people's thoughts and opinions. So by the end of that Mercury cycle, if you use that energy appropriately, what would happen was you would have realized that staunchly held opinions, typically tied into your own value system and self-worth, should be reevaluated. What you already know isn't the end all and be all. And sometimes the best way to grow is to open yourself up to new information. So that was the purpose of that particular cycle. That occurred, the actual retrograde portion of the Mercury retrograde cycle happened from May 10th to June 3rd of 2022. The entire cycle took place from April 26th until June 18th of 2022, okay? Now, this brings us to where we are now, Mercury's retrograde in Libra. So Mercury is retrograde from the cardinal air sign of Libra back into the mutable earth sign of Virgo, which it rules. So, again, is a time when superficiality in our thinking and communicating comes up for careful and precise examination. So, during this time, what we're looking at, what we're asking ourselves is, do we truly have an understanding of what we adopt in our thinking as it relates to how we communicate with others? Are we glazing over details that would better help us understand how we think about the relationships that we have? So essentially, by the end of this Mercury cycle, the one that we're entering, if you've used this energy appropriately, you'll have sifted through how you think about relating and separating the wheat from the proverbial chaff, through what is necessary and what is not. So it's careful attention to detail, especially in the areas of communication and relationships. So this particular Mercury cycle, the pre-shadow phase started August 21st. And that's going to go on to September 9th. Then from September 9th through October 2nd, that's when Mercury will actually be retrograde. Okay. And then from October 2nd to October 16th, Mercury will be direct. So it'll be in its shadow phase and it's going to recover all the area that it went over when it was in the retrograde motion portion of the cycle. So... Now that we've got that down, I, I know that I speak in general sometimes about transits because what we're trying to do is basically collectively get a look at how everything is going to happen, how it's going to go down. But y'all know I'm a stickler for having people look at how this energy is going to personally impact them. This is something that you can do by looking at your birth chart or your progress chart to see how you're going to be impacted by Mercury's retrograde. So while we can speak on Mercury retrograde in general and how it will affect the collective, it's important that we look at our individual charts to best understand how we will be impacted personally. So you want to make sure you get a copy of your birth chart 
or the progress chart if you if you choose uh, so that you can look at the house or houses where Mercury will retrograde. Even if you don't have planets or placements in, you know, the sign that Mercury is going to retrograde in. So in this case, if you don't have planetary placements in Libra or Virgo, that, that doesn't matter. This is something that I want people to be aware of. Your birth chart is the whole chart, not just your placements in it, okay? And again, if anybody needs help locating where Mercury will retrograde through your chart, you can book a mini birth chart reading or a full birth chart reading with me, and I would be glad to help you figure it out. I'm offering 15% off readings using the code GIVEMESGC. And also, you can now pay for readings, merchandise, or whatever on my site in four payments using Sezzle. So you don't want to miss that. But anyway, there's also, I wanted to mention, the start of my astrology courses, which I've been working on for a while and will be ready soon. So if you're interested in those, make sure to sign up for my astrology course wait list, okay? You don't want to miss it. This will go over. The first course being offered is Practical Astrology 101. What the fuck is it about? So that you'll have a better understanding of what Western Tropical Astrology actually is and get the basics down so you can start using it practically in your own life. So, okay, y'all. Back to understanding Mercury's retrograde in your birth chart. The first thing that you would like to do is locate the house or houses in your chart where Mercury will retrograde. This works best when looking at your birth chart as a birth chart wheel, not a cafe astrology grocery list of your placements. I'm not even going to sit here and act like I'm all high, high and mighty because when I first saw my birth chart, I didn't look at the actual wheel. I went to cafe astrology and it gave me that grocery grid list of you know, my planetary placements. I don't want people to be dependent on that solely. Yes, it is good to help you know your placements and the degrees and such, but for a great comfort level with astrology, you really got to get comfortable with looking at that wheel. It's, I'm telling you, it, it's, there's nothing like looking at the wheel. So again, no shade to Cafe Astrology because it's a great source of astrological information. But the natal chart grid it provides are not as useful as an actual chart wheel. So if you want a better understanding of astrology, you should get comfortable looking at chart wheels. Um, in this article, I use Tina Turner's birth chart. Um, so I wanted to pick someone well-known and just kind of look at the things that were going on in her chart. So I'm using Tina Turner's birth chart as an example of where or how to locate where Mercury's retrograde in Libra back into Virgo will transit. So remember, Mercury retrograde is a whole cycle consisting of the pre-shadow, retrograde, and shadow phases. For the sake of helping you understand the entire cycle, we're going to start by locating the house in her chart that's ruled by Libra. So that's what we're going to start with first. So in your own chart, you want to find the house that Libra rules and take note of the degree and minutes where Libra starts as its rulership for that house. So what we found is that Tina Turner's third house is ruled by Libra. 
excuse me, Libra, beginning at eight degrees and nine minutes. So in your own chart, what house does Libra rule? What degree and minute mark that house? So if you're looking at the house that Libra rules, what degree and minute does it start at? For Tina Turner, her third house is ruled by Libra. Okay, beginning at eight degrees and nine minutes, like I said. But we want to keep in mind that Mercury is going to enter its retrograde motion on September 9th at 1138 p.m. Okay. And it's going to start at eight degrees and 55 minutes of Libra. What does this mean? Well, it means for Tina Turner, we see her third house begins at eight degrees and nine minutes. So what does this tell us? It tells us that when Mercury begins its retrograde motion, it will be at the very beginning of her third house. So that's the information we're able to derive about her chart. Where does eight degrees and 55 minutes of Libra fall in your chart? The house where you have Libra energy at this particular degree is where Mercury will begin its retrograde motion. So the part of its cycle when it appears to move backwards. Since Mercury will appear to be moving backwards during its retrograde motion from our vantage point on Earth, this means it will be moving backwards through your chart. Mercury's retrograde motion is going to end on October 2nd, 2022 at 5.07 a.m. Eastern at 24 degrees and 11 minutes of Virgo. So this means that Mercury will move from Tina Turner's third house back into her second house. And she's got that Virgo energy in her second house. So, okay, what house does 24 degrees and 11 minutes of Virgo fall in your chart? This area is significant for two reasons. Number one, this area starts both the pre-shadow and shadow phases of Mercury's retrograde cycle. For Tina Turner, this means that from August 21st, 2022 through September 9th, 2022, Mercury's pre-shadow phase is giving her a preview of what will occur while Mercury is in retrograde motion. And then from October 2nd, 2022 to October 16th, 2022, the same area is revisited for a final cleanup of any residual energetic debris. Debris. I'm sorry, I love saying that. So, okay, let's bring this to your chart. In your own chart, you'll want to identify the pre-shadow, retrograde motion, and shadow areas of Mercury in your chart. Okay? So for the sake of this example, the pre-shadow phase for Tina Turner will go from second house to third house. Retrograde motion of Mercury's will go from third house to second house. And then the shadow period will go from second house to third house. For some, okay, for some of you, depending on how your chart is set up, Mercury's retrograde cycle will occur all within the same house. If you notice this is the case for your chart, you only have to focus on the energy of that one house. Unlike Tina, where we're focusing on second and third house, right? So let's take a look at Mercury passing through each house to give you an idea of what area of your life will be affected based on your natal chart. So I gave some general understanding of Mercury through the houses, okay? So first house which is naturally ruled by Aries. The areas of life that it would impact is appearance, sense of self, awareness of self, who and how you show up to others, okay? Second house, which is naturally ruled by Taurus. Personal resources, 
money, possessions, values, self-worth, okay? Third house, which is naturally ruled by Gemini. This would be your neighborhood, your neighbors, siblings, cousins, mental activity, learning, communication, and short distance travel, okay? Fourth house, which is naturally ruled by Cancer. This would be private life, home, family, and emotional inner world. Your fifth house, naturally ruled by Leo. It would be self-expression, creativity, children, vitality, romance, and fun. And then the sixth house, which is naturally ruled by Virgo, it would be daily life, habits, health, routines, service, and this is services rendered and received, pets, and self-improvement. Seventh house, which is naturally ruled by Libra. We partners, one-on-one relationships, others, marriage, contracts, and open enemies. For the eighth house, which is naturally ruled by Scorpio, it would be sex, death, secrets, transformation, shared resources, other people's money, and rebirth. The ninth house, which is naturally ruled by Sagittarius. It would be higher education, publishing, long distance travel, religion, and foreign cultures. 10th house, which is naturally ruled by Capricorn. It would be public life, career, reputation, vocational purpose, status, and your outer world, which you're known for, okay? 11th house, which is naturally ruled by Aquarius. It would be groups, networks, friendship circles, organizations, social consciousness, and hopes. 12th house, naturally ruled by Pisces. So, this would be the area of life concerning dreams, isolation, self-sabotage, hidden enemies, solitude, transcendence, and your subconscious. So... Given that Mercury's retrograde cycle is a time that the universe supports Mercury-themed areas of our lives, slowing or shutting down, it's a good idea for us to use the energy wisely by reviewing, redeveloping, revisiting, restarting, revamping in the areas affected in our charts. So, regarding Tina Turner's birth chart, we know that Mercury retrograde will affect her second and third houses. So this means the universe is blessing her with the gift of introspection and review when it comes to second and third house themes. So let's take a look at how that breaks down for her. We're going to talk about the pre-shadow period. We know it's going to, all this is going to impact her second and third house, but it's going to start in second and go to third. So from August 21st to September 9th, which is the pre-shadow phase, This is a preview of what needs to be reviewed and revisited regarding finances, values, and self-worth, followed by a glimpse of of what issues will arise with neighbors, delays in short distance travel, and wonky communication. Then, during the actual retrograde portion of Mercury's retrograde cycle, which will go from September 9th to October 2nd, this will go from her third house back into her second house. So... Miscommunication with neighbors, interruptions or delays with short distance travel, drop calls or problems with communication devices, 
are followed by a review of personal resources and rethinking of values and spending. Then, for the shadow phase, which will go from October 2nd to October 16th, so go from her second house to her third, after reviewing spending, taking a closer look at personal resources, and reevaluating values, the ability to best handle any communication issues, issues with neighbors, or problems that popped up close to home are resolved. Now, of course we're using Tina Turner's chart as an example, but you want to make sense of this in your own chart. This, this is highly important. So, these are some very important keywords to remember to describe Mercury. Okay? Agile or agility. Communication. Connection. Cunning. Eloquence. Flexibility. Guile. Intellect. Logic. Messages. Mind. Perception. Respiration. Thinking. Transport. Trickster. <laughs> Writing. Brain. Commerce. Coordination. Dexterous. Or dexterity. Expressive. Gossip. It's the Gemini part of it. Information. Learning. Messenger. Mental faculties. Nervous system. Rationality. Speech. Thought processes. Travel. Wit. And youthfulness. Now, remember earlier I said that when I think of Mercury, I automatically think of the signs of Gemini and Virgo. Remember that? Well, to dive deeper into the flavor of what Mercury retrograding through your chart will be like, I think it's also wise to consider some keywords for Gemini, Virgo, and then the sign or signs Mercury will retrograde through. So let's take a look specifically at this Mercury retrograde in Libra. So I just put up a few keywords um, for Gemini and Virgo. There are a long list of keywords for each sign listed online. But for Gemini, I chose quick-witted, curious, chatty, duplicitous, and fickle, okay? For Virgo, perfectionist, critical, precise, discerning, meticulous. For Libra, relationship-oriented, harmonious, indecisive, social, and impartial. Now, one of the things that is helpful about knowing keywords for planets and signs is it helps you tie together meaning. It helps you understand what's going on when they're all interacting with one another. So one of the best ways to accomplish this is by creating sentences using these keywords. So for an example in this one, we're going to form a sentence using those keywords I just mentioned for Gemini, Virgo, and Libra. And the framework of the sentence is going to start with the insert Gemini keyword here and insert Virgo keyword here, planet of, and then we're going to use a Mercury keyword, is fixated on being 
insert a Libra keyword. For those of this that are tuning into this via um, YouTube or Spotify, you'll be able to actually see all of this, which probably helps to tie it in together better. For everybody listening everywhere else, my apologies that this isn't visible, but you may want to just go over to YouTube and peep the video there. I, I promise it'll make a lot more sense. So, when we do this, we wind up with sentences like the following. The curious and meticulous planet of communication is fixated on being relationship-oriented. The chatty and precise planet of travel is fixated on being social. The fickle and critical planet of information is fixated on harmony. So those are just a few of the many combination of sentences you could come up with using the plethora of keywords associated with Mercury, Gemini, Virgo, and Libra. So for maximum effect, you should apply some of these sentences in the house or houses in areas of life where Mercury will retrograde. So again, using Tina Turner's chart, we're looking at Mercury retrograding from her third house to her second house, bringing it all together. So we get the following information. So, from September 9th through October 2nd, 2022, miscommunication with neighbors, interruptions or delays with short-distance travel, drop calls or problems with communication devices are followed by a review of personal resources and rethinking of values and spending. The chatty and precise planet of travel is fixated on being social, so it'll be hard to avoid interactions with others locally, even if those interactions don't run smoothly. Also, the fickle and critical planet of information is fixated on harmony. So when it comes to rethinking values and spending, it will help to be honest about a tendency to frequently change how you deal with those things. Awareness of your fluctuation when it comes to money and value systems you hold is key to adopting more solid practices. So that would be the advice that I would give her based on her chart for Mercury's retrograde cycle. So, mind you, this information comes simply from looking where Mercury will be transiting Ms. Turner's chart. We're not even taking in account yet any aspects that Mercury will make to the planets in her chart. But there's still plenty of information available about how she'll be affected just by doing what we did. So, bearing this in mind, what information are you able to derive from your chart? When you bring it all together, what can you expect? You're being given the opportunity to revisit something in the areas Mercury's retrograde cycle will transit through your chart. So, reminder, take a deep breath, stay calm. And I want you to remember how much of a gift it is to have another chance to have a do-over. Because that's literally what you're getting. Okay? Even if it's a toxic ex coming back, there's much to be learned by going backwards. Sometimes the biggest blessings the universe gives us come in the form of lessons. For real, y'all. Seriously. So take the opportunity to see what you can learn during this retrograde cycle. Instead of being in fear, instead of being anxious, there's a lesson here. And again, lessons are oftentimes the universe's biggest blessings. I hope y'all be well during this Mercury retrograde cycle. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Spiritual Gangsta Certified Podcast. Be sure to join my Facebook community, 
with over 250,000 beautiful souls at facebook.com spiritual gangsta certified official you can follow me on instagram at philadelphia vish or at spiritual gangsta certified on twitter at philadelphia vish on youtube of course my youtube channel is spiritual gangsta certified and you don't want to forget about tiktok where i'm spiritual gangsta official and of course the podcast available on nine platforms including spotify and apple Podcasts. and the main page for the podcast is anchor.fm slash spiritual gangsta certified peace